Your San Jose Sharks are on a roll. They've won two in a row on the road so far in this road trip. And Timo Meyer, four goals in those last two games. Oh, boy. We're going to talk about all of that and Evander Kane right now. This is Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is Tuesday night, November 30th, the last day of November in 2021. Your San Jose Sharks are victorious 5-2 over the New Jersey Devils, and we welcome you to this edition of Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every single Sharks game home and away, whether it's on NBC Sports or on ESPN+. We welcome you everywhere. So, if you want to be part of the show, chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on the page or the app. Follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Please hit that subscribe button. It really helps us out big time. SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, and find everything at tealtownusa.com. Hi, everyone. I am Eric Hurra alongside Ian Reed. Bud, how you doing? Very good. Very good tonight. Um, I mean, what... Great. Just a good game tonight, right? Like, mm-hmm. after everything, um, after the season's been so up and down, you know, I thought that the Sharks had won a couple, you know, had won a game or two where I thought, ooh, probably don't win that without Reimer. But tonight I thought they played, you know, a really good game. Uh, and, you know, New Jersey's not a juggernaut by any stretch of the imagination, but I still like you have to like a lot of the things that they did tonight. Um and, you know, we'll definitely get into it uh, as we go on. Yeah, we will get into the recap of this game, but let's break up the news now. Uh, Evander Kane uh, hit the ice as a member of the San Jose Barracuda. We're going to play uh, the first few minutes of, of this press conference, and we'll come back to you on this. But uh, Evander Kane's first presser uh, with the Barracuda. Uh, interesting thoughts. I'm just, I'm down here to, uh, I, I was sent down here, um, looking to have some fun and we had a really good day today and, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Do you have any sense as, as to whether there's a path for you to return to the Sharks? And do you want to return to the Sharks or is your main goal just to get back to the NHL no matter where that might be? Um, I think there's like, we have a good plan in place. I'm not going to get into that uh, too much, um, but, uh, I'm looking forward to it. No, I'm, I, I came in today, uh, the same person, uh, same teammate, same player that I was, um, and everything went great. Um, I think there's been a lot of uh, misinformation um, that's been said, but uh, you know I can only control how, how I act and, and what I do uh, here, and uh, that's what I'm doing. The misinformation that hurt you. What was your reaction to the top Oh, I mean, it's half my whole career. I mean, we'd, we'd be here all day if I, if I got into it. You had to throughout this whole process. Was there any time you did some soul searching on your part just to reflect on what's been going on? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there's been a lot of different uh, changes, good changes for me uh, in my life. It maybe doesn't appear that way, but. Uh, you know, I, I, at the end of the day, there's there's hockey and then there's life, and you have to make uh, certain decisions that um, 
you know, maybe from uh, you know being in a being a public figure, um, you know, obviously got a little bit more attention uh, than maybe some other people. So um, obviously, there's been uh, some tough things to deal with uh, personally, but uh, I think we're in a really good spot now. Say if that was accurate, and what were some of the reasons maybe you did that? Yeah, uh, I you'll, you'll have to refer to the uh, NHL statement uh, that they put out via the suspension. You know, I uh, served my time, uh, did my 21 games, and now I'm back. I guess was there some hesitancy, You know what? I'm fully vaccinated, uh, and and that's all I have to say about it. Do you feel like you're, or how do you feel like you've been skating, just getting back to you, getting back to you? I feel good. I've been skating for the last three weeks here, so um, I feel good. I had a few days off recently, but uh, yeah, I feel really good. Uh, it was nice to get out with the guys and pass the puck and shoot a couple of goalies uh, for the first time in a little bit, but um, no, conditioning's great. Uh, I feel good, feel ready. How have those first initial conversations been with Roy and just some of the very Roy, uh, we had Roy a couple of years ago as an assistant, uh, so so I know Roy. He's really easy to get along with, and um, you know we had a few good laughs uh, this morning. And, um, like I said, it's the first day, but it's uh, it's been fun so far. Have you spoken or heard from any of the Sharks players at all during this time? No, I, I've been doing my own thing, uh, getting myself prepared, um, and handling my business as I'm sure they have. Did you get any sense there was an issue last year in the wrestling? No, it was. Uh, I mean, I don't think uh, you're going to have a group of people for. Uh, I mean, there's COVID after short season, 150 days, 160 days, get along perfectly. Um, but I think there's been a big misconception of uh, the entire team or, or multiple players. I think it's. Um, you know, it's funny. You know, I had my video meeting last year, and it was nothing positive, 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 and, and how great uh, I was with the young guys and. You know how great the season I had, but uh, you know apparently something happened in the summer that I was unaware of. So it was all it was all new to me and, and news to me. So um, it was interesting. How are you willing to be that? At some point, obviously you have the talent to be in the NHL last year. So thank you. Um, <laughs> how are you willing to, to be that here to wait for this to, to play out? Um, I am uh, I'm under contract with the Sharks. They've sent me down. I have uh, shown up and uh, will continue to show up and. Um, I look forward to uh, whatever is to come here in the next uh, week or so. And you have a free team, you know, off by trade clause. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to just expand that? Um, you know, I have that in there for a reason. Um, and, uh, you know, that's my uh, right. And, um, you know, I'll let my agents and them handle that part. But, uh, no, if, uh, you know, that's uh, it's definitely nice to, to have that in my contract because it, uh, it is important. All right. Well, that we'll we'll post most of the rest of the uh, presser. It went on for about ten minutes on uh, on our YouTube channel following the show. Uh, but Ian, we wanted to get this out of the way because there are there are more positive news, obviously, with the Sharks' victory tonight. But we wanted to talk about Evander Kane's first practice and then getting the questions that he he's finally been getting, you know, on uh, from the press. Uh, what did you think of the presser? I, I mean, what did you think of some of his comments? I think at the end of the day, it's always the same thing with Evander Kane. It's never like 
the one thing that I think you would want to see him do in any of this is to take some shred of personal accountability. But you didn't get that. It's the media. It's other people say, you know, it's he 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 didn't do anything wrong. In his opinion, it's nothing he's done. It's all it's all bewildering to him. Like, I don't know how it's this all happened. stunning. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, you know, there's not a shred of personal accountability. Yeah. And so I think that's why he's with the Barracuda. Um, I, I obviously it's going to be a showcase for him to uh, be a landing spot. But, yeah. uh, you know, uh you, I think you were trying to hope for something positive to come out of that, and it's like, you know, and, and like Slanatonic saying, it's, it, it's he can do no wrong in his eyes, you know. Yeah, uh, and that's the thing, right? It's it's never it's never Evander Kane's fault. Nothing is ever his. It's always other people did this to him. It's always you know, it's always this is what's happened to me. It's not what, right? You know, and I think. And and I think, you know, it's going to be interesting, I think, because I, I feel like I you have to kind of challenge we have to challenge ourselves now. Right. Because it's really easy to to build the narrative at this point. Right. Like, whereas like you could build the narrative from this game. Oh, the Sharks were so relieved after Evander Kane got assigned to the Barracuda that they, they had a good game and maybe they didn't have other good games. Right. And I just like as as much as Evander Kane wants to take responsibility for nothing, I do want to be very careful going forward as to what we attribute to him. Because it would it's it could be really really easy at this point to be like if everything goes wrong, oh well, it's Evander Kane's fault, obviously. <laughs> right? Right. So I think I think that's going to be the challenge going forward I, because look at I mean I don't think everything's a Vander King, but there's plenty that is. And the fact that he can't own up to any of it is completely ridiculous to me. And personally, it just puts a bad look on him and to find it. And then to talk about, you know, I'm glad I have that in my contract for the three three teams. Yeah. Apparently his old agent is suing him because he didn't get, he's, you know, he owes the money probably because he owes everyone money. Oh boy. (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't I mean... stop, unfortunately. <laughs> My goodness. But uh, we'll post the entire press conference on our website or on our YouTube channel a little later on this evening. We wanted to get that out of the way because yeah, we need. We, it was a good game tonight. Like you, I, I, I know originally we were going to do the game and then do like that. And I was like, why do you want to end on that kind of a sour <laughs> note? Like, let's get that crap out of the way. Let's get so ex- we can be done with it, and yeah. then we can talk about better things like right. the game tonight. Yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about this game. As the Sharks, after a victory in Chicago, they go into New Jersey to take on the return of Jack Hughes. I mean, and he gets a, a contract extension in the mm-hmm. process. He gets an 8x8. Eight eight. Uh, so lots to celebrate for Jack Hughes as he returns to the lineup for the New Jersey Devils. However... Noah Gregor gets things going a little over four minutes in, and uh, wow, he was flying tonight. He definitely had some hunger uh, that I think you love to see. Yeah, I've been really impressed with Noah Gregor um, the longer he's been up with the big club. I thought the first game he was up, I wasn't too impressed. I thought, 
um, in the third period. Um, I don't remember which game it was that his first game he played, but I thought a lot of offense just died on his stick, right? Like mm-hmm. his stick was where a plague went to die. Uh, and that hasn't been the case as his call up has gone on. And I think he's done really, really well um, for himself since that first game, which I thought he had a rough game. But other than that, yeah, I've really liked what uh, Noah Gregor has brought to the team. I like the speed that he brings. Um, guy can fly. We've seen it a billion times. Uh, and, you know, gets and, and now he's getting on the score sheet, which that's what you got to do if you want to stay on the big club. You know, you got to start factoring into the scoring. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just keeps going and going. And and like I said, he's shown these flashes when he's gotten called up. I remember that that first goal where he had that wicked wrister. He had that speed. He showed that again mm-hmm. tonight. And that's something to show. He had a goal and assist. So, again, you got to love it because this is one of those guys the Sharks are banking on to be. Uh, I don't want to say top six, but maybe more of the top nine or middle six to yeah. to be. A little bit sandpaper, a little bit of goal score, have some speed to it, and get it done. Yeah, absolutely. So that made it one nothing. Burns would take a hooking call a couple minutes later, but nothing would come out of that. It's kind of a fairly quiet first period. It's like kind of they were feeling each other out a little bit. But then the second period, the Sharks came on fire. It's funny going back to the first because it's funny that you said Sorry. that because when I was when I was looking when I was kind of scribbling things down in my brain for for things to talk about on the show I didn't think they got off to like a great start but then they score the first goal so I had to like scratch that out and I thought <laughs> I thought but I thought like for the first for the early going for me the first four minutes or so I thought mm-hmm. New Jersey was all over them yeah it definitely started early with New Jersey but then that goal by Gregor using his mm-hmm. speed using puck possession getting the shots on net definitely change things uh, and kind of change the momentum. Yeah, like I said, there was like, okay, New Jersey's coming on a little bit. Okay, that's not too bad. But then, you know, it was a pretty decent period. You know, it was yeah. like 14-10 in shots after 20 minutes. It was fairly even. But then the Sharks came on in second period. You know, 4-14 in. Jake Middleton. <laughs> hiding this thunder shot that he had nice little uh accurate shot apparently i guess he's you know he's working with eric carlson or something i don't know um and uh he, you know he had some comments after the game nabby and i have been working on that slide play fortunately it went off my glove um, <laughs> i don't think that's middleton though but, you know uh but you know we, we know we aren't going to score many goals this night we just need to stick to the plan uh yeah you know but always good to see the defense scoring. And I believe the defense had like about four points. Yeah, four points on the night. Always nice to see that. But Middleton getting that that one to make it 2 nothing. Yeah, it's nice to see him actually score a goal on a goaltender. I mean, <laughs> you know. He's no Jay goal, Leach anymore. Score, scoring, right, yeah. Like, I, I think, you know, Jake Middleton, the one thing that you can say about Jake Middleton is, is like, this is a guy that has worked his off to get here and i know i've said this on a billion shows by this point this year but, but it doesn't, it's shown it doesn't make it any less true right like right. this is a guy who worked his butt off this is a guy who stuck with it and kept working when guys passed him on the depth chart and you know maybe made it on the team f- quicker than we thought they would or you know like i thought jake middleton would be a guy who would have been on this team sooner than he has but it's paid off and now 
he's starting to see some dividends of the hard work. And I, I have all the time in the world for for a guy like Jake Middleton, you know, who just works his ass off. He's not the most flashy of players. You know, he's not going to dazzle you with, you know, like Eric Carlson, like skills moving the puck or anything. He just shows up and works hard. And I have all the time in the world for a guy like Jake Middleton. Yeah, yeah no, I, he he. Give him credit. He's been doing the right things, and that's why he's partnered with Eric Carlson because mm-hmm. he's being that steady guy so Carlson can be, I don't want to say the flashy the flashy guy, but you know, being a little more offensive-minded, Middleton helps him defensively there for oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, again, like it, it goes back. Like, obviously you want people to do what they excel at. Eric Carlson's never going to excel at the defensive side of the game. Like, that's not what he's paid to do right right he's a guy who is he's you know he's gonna either make a good first pass or he's gonna carry it out of the zone you know so yeah jake middleton's gonna be the guy that's gonna have to put the hard hat on and and hit people and you know and try to take care of things in, in the z zone and then get a tara carlson who will get it out of the ice like that's how that works and um you know and so far jake middleton's done a really really good job of that and i still think um, I still think that's, you know, th- is that the best D pair the Sharks have right now? I I still think it is. I mean, you're you're making a good argument with with them along with Burns and and yeah, Ferraro. I think Burns and Ferraro have been fine. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not. That's don't interpret that as me dumping on them. How I just dare think you? That. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. How dare you? The, I I I look at. I like Mario Ferraro. I like Brent Burns. Um, I just think that as a pair, I think Middleton Carlson's probably been the best overall, the best pair on the team this year. Yeah. Uh, and Dan Meyerson saying Middleton and EK 65 are not the D pairing we wanted, but the D pairing we deserved. Yeah. <laughs> Middleton is the new method. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so far, I mean, and that's, you know, as long as we don't pay Middleton, like Mark, Ruffalo, we'll be fine. <laughs> you're right that's that's the that's the that's the <laughs> that's fear, catch. Right? yeah this is this is always the fear when the sharks find you know a d pairing that works with one of their high price guys is they you know and I, again and i'm not this isn't me taking a shot at jacob middleton i just want to see you know i i hope he sticks i hope he sticks like honestly i i hope he sticks and i hope he he sticks around any any cements a spot on this team i just don't want to see him get paid like a guy who is expected to be there for a long time based on one season. Cause we've seen the sharks kind of screw the pooch with that. I mean, that Shimmick contract, for example, is terrible. And what is that? Well, he played with Brent Burns good for one year. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you, you hope that it, it, he evolves from, well, he played Brent Burns for one year, but I mean, we we said that years ago about Brendan Dillon. It's like, Oh gosh. What are you doing? And then he progressively became a better defenseman. Uh, oh, yeah. Like time. Brendan so, Dillon from the, when he joined the Sharks to now, I mean, like completely different defenseman. Because right. I wasn't a big Dillon guy when he first joined the team either. But, you know, he was a guy who, yeah, like just worked hard. And I think, you know, he definitely um, he, he was definitely a guy that I was sad to see go when he went. And when he first came here, I would have launched him to the sun you're not wrong <laughs> like on a rocket with martin jones to the sun 
<laughs> you're you're not holding back and, and of course there's a reason why he says Martin Jones <laughs> to the son, but we'll get into that a little bit later, oh. shall we? Uh <laughs> Middleton made it two nothing. Brat would take a hooking call midway through the second period, and then Logan Couture finds Timo Meyer across ice and he shot that puck with authority, I thought. Oh. I mean that was just I don't think I've ever seen a power wrister like that before. That was that had some oomph to it. Yeah. To make yeah, it I mean, Timo Meyer's on pace to score a bajillion points this year. <laughs> uh, you know, like his, I, I, I think I would be disappointed at the end of the season if Timo Meyer doesn't have thirty goals at least. Yeah, yeah I, at this at rate, he's playing now. Like he, he should hit that no problem. Yeah, and like, like we were saying, Dylan, a guy you were sad to see arrive and then sad to see leave. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. But yeah, Timo. Uh, his ninth on the power play, uh, or excuse me, his tenth on the power play. He's the first shark to get into double digits in goal scoring this year to make it three nothing. And then about forty one seconds later, Eric Carlson kind of was pinching up. He was going to the net, then he backed up a little bit, and then uh, who was it? Uh, Barabana found him cross ice back door. Silly good pass. And and again, oh. um, you know, and Gregor getting the puck to Barabanov uh, on that play. Um, adding to his game but yeah no I mean again this is why you know this is why Eric Carlson makes the money because like he's got the offensively aware chops he knows where he, he he's good at identifying seems like that and the Sharks like they the passing that they did tonight was just unreal right and you know uh, credit to the Sharks and also if I'm Lindy Ruff I'm probably not very happy with <laughs> with the, those lanes being open but the Sharks took advantage of everything the Devils gave them tonight, which was a lot, especially in that second period. Yeah. Uh, and Eric Carlson, you know, he ain't, he ain't going to miss from there. No, and he shouldn't. Because <laughs> if he did, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so that made it 4 nothing after two periods of play. But then New Jersey comes on on a run here. They get two goals in about uh, four minutes, or excuse me, two goals in about three and a half minutes you know, Tomas Tatar, uh, and then Jesper Bratt being a brat, you know, all of a sudden it's like, okay, hang on, let's not get too crazy. Let's make sure we, we um, shut this down. Yeah. I think, you know, what happened here was um, there's this magical thing that can happen in an arena called the wave. And clearly the wave, you know, everyone was making fun of them for doing the wave when it was for nothing. And they didn't say nothing after it was four two. Um, clearly the wave works <laughs> and we've all been wrong. So uh, keep that in mind, uh, SAP Center. The next time the Sharks are down by, you know, four goals, yeah, maybe do a wave. Well, you know, it's the Shark Tank. I mean, if there's any place that I think would have been allowed, and I'm trying to use my words gingerly here, if mm-hmm. there's any place that that's a, that would be allowed to do the wave, I would think it's a Shark Tank. You would think. You would think. I only have no, waves uh, down know, here. I mean, come on. I, I thought the Devils got really, they got progressively better that period. The first goal I wasn't really upset by. Like, no. Um, I thought, I didn't, I mean, the shots definitely weren't looking fantastic for the Sharks, but I didn't think it was like they'd completely taken their foot off the gas. It just, you know, I, I think that that goal definitely was a swing in momentum, though. And right. then that, that Brad shot was just, unreal like he's got a cannon 
on that guy. Um, but you know, and then the, but they thought the sharks went right back to work after it was four two. You know, they didn't. Um, we've seen times where the sharks have been up by a bunch of goals, and then you know, and then they just look like crap the rest of the game. And I thought between the 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 first and second Devils goal, like yeah, the the ice definitely tilted uh, in the Devils' favor, but I don't think it was as awful as of a period as I think my timeline made it out to be. (laughs) No, I I didn't think it was that bad. Uh, I think it was just New Jersey was coming on strong. We've seen this from the Sharks before. The Sharks will like go crazy on shots Mm -hmm. and just not get anything in, or they'll get one maybe in, or they'll get that, that one and then a teaser goal to make it interesting. You know, I thought they did pretty well. I mean, look, Reimer, 32 saves. Yep, nine forty one save percentage. There's, I, I'm sorry, but you can't get, you can't be down about that a little bit, at no. all. No, I mean, I think you, you know, like, obviously, you you want the team to play, you know, buzzer to buzzer, um, and but I mean, that's like momentum's a thing. It's not always gonna, the Sharks aren't just gonna dominate a team, especially this Sharks team isn't just gonna dominate a team for sixty minutes. It's just not gonna happen. You'd like them to, for sure, but <laughs> are they? Is this team going to dominate another team for sixty minutes? Well, I don't know. I looked at the schedule. We're not going to play Ottawa again, <laughs> right? We're only going to play the Coyotes twice this year. I think. Damn twice, it! Four times. Uh, I think it's three times. Three times, right? Like there aren't there. There's there's not very many teams where the Sharks are just going to dominate them for sixty minutes. Like if if that's your expectation, then you're setting yourself up for disappointment. <laughs> Well, come on, like like the old NHL Necro ads, you need 110% 100% of the time. For sure. <laughs> I, and that's all good to say, but it is, when does it happen? Not always. No. Not always, but, you know, hey, you take them when they come in. Uh, I mean, to me, yeah, this, this was a pretty solid victory for them. Solid game. Oh, this is a solid game. I think, you know, there was, there was a couple of games where I think they won and you're like, okay, well, thank God for James Reimer. Yeah, I mean, but this team and don't get me wrong. James Reimer was fantastic tonight, but the team in front of him played well. Like they they earned this win, like full marks to the Sharks for this win. Full, full. I mean, you look at it. Gregor had a great game, like CP Mofo saying confidence building amongst Middleton and Gregor. It's nice to see, you know, yeah. they said on the broadcast, how many players like they said, like, you know, you have like X players over 30, 30 and then like the rest of them are under 23. So, I mean, obviously there's going to be, you know, there's 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 going to be time, like this is what you want to see. You want to see guys progressively get better. Right. You know, like making taking advantage of the opportunities they are being given. Jake Middleton has done everything and more that you could ask from a guy in his in his spot. Like when when the roster was announced this season and they're like okay this is what's the name like well good for jake middleton but like he's not going to be here long but i don't think like i don't even when nizov gets very healthy i i don't know what they do but is it jake middleton that's going to get pulled out of the lineup i don't think so yeah no you make a great point when kenyajov returns where does he go does he go as the third pair or or what does he him and shimmick fight over ice time i guess i mean Weren't we talking preseason that Hataka is probably going to be 
the best bet for Carlson going into the season and and look at what Middleton has done and oh, good like and good uh, on yeah. him. like go ahead in Hadika like I know like obviously you'd like to see Hadika drive more but like he's he's just a pop like he's gonna be fine yeah. he's he's gonna he's gonna get his shot it's it, maybe it won't be as soon as people like but he's gonna get a shot I think oh absolutely I mean there there are so many chances that's where guys like Shimmick you know, mm-hmm. that are on the bubble here, uh, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta make something up for yourself before, uh, before you see the press box, you know, and it's not fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that, the Sharks win five, two, they've won two in a row now, uh, granted they're five and five, but as of right now, the Sharks sit 12, nine and one, they are in the number three spot in the Pacific. So, uh, nice all around, but that being said, Anaheim is at 25, holding on the first wild card. Vegas, <laughs> just like we predicted, Ian, just like we predicted, five mm-hmm. t- teams in the Pacific currently in wild card spots. But, you know, you go down the, the wild card, Anaheim 25, Vegas 24, Colorado's on the outside looking in at 23. So is mm-hmm. Nashville, Dallas at, you know, 22, LA at 21. So there are four teams. There are four teams within, you know, four points of each other. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can even say if you really want to mention the Sharks in there as well. There are seven teams that are separated by four points. It's early, yeah. but I mean, you gotta well, get these points the, early. Here's on. the thing, right? And, and this is the this is the part that that kills me the most right now is like a lot of you know what do I make of the Sharks team? I don't know yet because we've played what two divisional games so far? One. One, one divisional game, right? <laughs> At Calgary. So it's like, what do I make of this team? Like, and it's funny because we we know how the schedule works. Like the schedule is weighted towards divisional play. You would right. never know it this season so far <laughs> from the Sharks, but it's weighted towards divisional play. So it's going to make for a, a really interesting second half when, you know, when the Sharks start playing teams in their division and you start getting into, you know, a lot of these games right now, it's like if the Sharks lose or even if it's a three, you know, a, a three point game. Who cares? Because it's a team that's not in your division that you you know you're probably not competing with a playoff spot for. But man, those points are going to be super vital when you start rolling into Anaheim and rolling into Edmonton and Calgary and Anaheim and Vegas and you know that's when things are going to get really interesting for this team and that's when we're going to really see where they're at because I think considering the record, like they've done pretty good considering they haven't really played any division games but those once they start you know playing the heavy divisional part of their schedule uh that's when things are either gonna you know things are gonna keep on keeping on or things are gonna go completely ass up right and that's where it's gonna be interesting get the get those points banked now not LeBank, but get those points well i mean yeah LeBank could use some points too but get those points banked now uh to help you down the road We'll see what happens. Anything is possible. We've seen it happen before with the Blues in 2019. We've seen it from the Sharks in 94 where, where you know, they started off 0-8-1, started awful, and then made a great run. So who knows? That's why we love this game called hockey. I mean, like, the difference, the difference between this year and last year is so far, and I hope this continues, yes. like, James Reimer has given them a chance to win every game. And if that you want to look at the difference between this year and last year, that's the difference so far. Big time. James Reimer's been the difference. Now, again, I'm not, look at, people think I hate goalies. I love goalies. 
it's true. I actually, I love goalies. Like goalies are my thing. Like I've always been, you know, a goalie guy. Um, mm. But like, and I hope, but like, you know, James Reimer has never played more than 33 games in a season. So, um, you know, I think at some point they're going to have to be able to turn to Hill and, and get the same quality of goaltending that James Reimer's given them. And that's, I think that's my concern. But as long as James Reimer keeps playing the way he is in there, I don't see any reason why he won't because I think he's been fantastic. And you don't see, you don't see cracks in James Reimer's game. No, that's right? the, that, like I mean, he, goalies are going to allow goals. That's that's you know they, no one's coming in getting a shutout every game. But when I look at James Reimer play, I don't see any cracks in his game. No, I mean like even in Toronto where he didn't where he had a rough night an admittedly rough night he got no help and i don't think he was awful i just think he he got no help against a team that was firing on all cylinders no i i i it was a rough night for toronto uh, against toronto toronto's been on a crazy run uh yep. that what was it 11 wins this month in november or 12 i think now yeah after the anaheim and, and they've got guys who can fill the puck yeah. Fill the net with box. Yeah. But at this time, get Hill ready to prep. I mean, we we saw that this is the reason why Reimer came in in 2016, you know, mm-hmm. to get Jones rest, to get ready and to, for the playoff push and win games down the road. Uh, I believe Reimer's at a 8-4-1 on the season. He entered tonight's game with a 2-12 goals against 9-33 save percentage. I mean, uh, uh, let me yeah, ask you. It, okay. Does he go to the All-Star game? Reimer? Uh, 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 right, if you were to call it right now, I mean, this way he's I mean, one of the seventh best goal uh, save percentages in the league. I don't. I mean, I know it's is, though, It depends on where the Sharks are at the All-Star break, like how they're good at the team. It's really hard to not send Timo Meyer at this point, isn't it? Maybe you get two. Goals are sexy. Yeah, maybe you get two, but do you? I don't know. Well, if when the voting starts, uh, stuff those ballots, people. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And just to address in the chat, like, yeah, you, I, I, and I agree. Like, I'm not expecting like Aiden Hill to come in and 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 work a miracle, and then suddenly, I just think that they need, like, it's going to take time. I think for Aiden Hill to get super comfortable and settled and kind of have all his his stuff worked on with the defense and everything but i just think like i love how rhymer's playing i just don't know if riding rhymer this hard all season is a recipe for success based on history that's all I, i and maybe maybe it will be i don't i don't think that should be the i i think you'd want to see like i'm not again i'm not saying that aiden hill has to become you know, the next Dominic Hasek, the next time he plays. I just think that you want to see better performances from Hill going forward so that maybe you don't have to ride James Reimer this hard. Right. And let's be honest here. I I would think that they gave up a 2022 second round pick for Aiden Hill to eventually be a starter or take Mm -hmm. a good chunk of these games right now. Yeah, it's kind of leaning one way at the moment, but... And as it should, man, like, again, James Reimer has been great. So I, I'm not I'm not complaining that James Reimer is starting too much and Hill should be getting a chance. Like, I'm not 
I'm not down on Aiden Hill, but I think Aiden Hill knows he has to be better. I think we can all agree Aiden Hill has to be better. Like, I don't think that's, I don't think I'm saying anything out of school there. I just, I just think based on James Reimer's usual workload, I don't, is, is this sustainable? That's my only question. Or is he going to be completely gassed by the end of the year? That's all I'm worried about. Yeah. So let's get to some of the comments from the locker room. Uh, Middleton, another big road win. I just try to keep my head up. If you ask EK65, I have 30 good looks a game. It was nice <laughs> to score on a goalie. <laughs> uh, you, you know, this is this is the fun part is that you get these some of these good quotes with these guys doing uh, really well. Uh, speaking of which, uh, by far Gregor's best game. I like that line. Everything they brought tonight uh, from from Bob. Uh, Noah came back. I, I'm more confident now. I don't want to go back down. I'm just trying to stay here. It's a big trip for us, and we need to continue in the back-to-backs. Yeah. that That's what you want to hear, right? For a guy who who's hungry and is desired. Yeah, man. I, 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 absolutely. Like, no one wants to be in the A, man. You don't. You don't go through life being a pro hockey player and your your end goal is never the A. Like, I mean, for some people, they end up, then that's where they end up. And they, you know, and they carve out decent careers for themselves in the A. And that's fine. Right. I'm not taking a dump on those people. You have to be a really good hockey player to be a player that consistently stays in the A. Um, but, I mean, your goal, no one dreams about winning a Calder Cup. They want a Stanley Cup. Right. Uh-uh. Hey, unless you're Roy Sommer, I guess, who's been in the minor leagues for 23 years. Uh, we have to manage the puck a little bit better. Mitz and Carlson could have played the first goal better. Yeah. I mean, as much as we were, you know, given love to to Middleton earlier, yeah, he had a little bit of hiccup on that first goal, uh, mm-hmm. getting that clear out zone. Yeah, it was a, it was, uh, it was an unfortunate bounce, I think. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't, I don't think he played it wrong. I think it just bounced funny on him. And <laughs> when we get to the, when we get to the reach around, we can talk about bouncing pucks. It's wrap around. Thank you very much. Jeez. No, it's not much. Uh, definitely one of my better games. Our line created a lot tonight. Uh, Luzhin Kanijov was a big hole for us. Middle mids has been taking most of it playing with EK 65. They play off each other. Well, mids, does the dirty work and has good patience. So like, like we were saying, you know, mm-hmm. he's Middleton's been, yeah, they they complement each other incredibly well. And, and obviously that's a big reason for their success. Right. And also, I mean, again, defensively, like, you know, Eric Carlson's not going to light the world on fire, but I mean, he's still a very smart player and having that kind of person to kind of, you know, coming in and trying to stick in the NHL and having that year to bend. I mean, that's, you could do a lot worse. Right. Uh, it's awesome to see Mids get a couple of goals this week. I always knew he had it in him <laughs> from Noah Gregor, <laughs> who who spent a lot of time with him at the Barracuda for sure. So uh, Rhymes was good early contributions throughout the lineup. Meyer has been one of the best all year. I like the little things he's been doing. Yeah, and it's not just been goals. He's been throwing his weight around on occasion too. I mean, he's still rounding up his game, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's been like I said. He's I think he's every game he gets better. Yeah, uh, and that's that's what you want to see, right? I would hope so. I mean, if you're like you said, I, I, I mean, mean, if you, you don't want to see that, I mean, I guess you know, <laughs> team tank and all, but like, no, I, I 
you want to see. Is there anybody on Team Tank right now still with the rate that this team has been performing so far? You know, but um, uh, and then this is one I was going to lead into with you. Uh, if you had heard anything, all indications are we will play the game versus the Islanders. We'll know for real tomorrow morning. And that kind of gets into the situation with COVID. Of course, the Islanders mm-hmm. have been definitely dealing with a number of players out. I think I saw one Ranger uh, was under COVID protocol uh, the other day, uh, which, yeah. you know, which could be a, a nightmare for the Sharks ha- to have to come back to the East Coast to make those games up. So... Yeah. Um, Excuse me. Also, uh, just in the chat there, David, thank you for the show. It's now my go-to post-game. Awesome. I'm glad that that's kind of why we do this, right? Um, I feel like we do this for a couple of reasons. One, because it's fun. Yes. Two, um, because I feel like sometimes, even if you got the post-game, you're not always going to get <laughs> reality Yeah. from the post-game. It's it's kind of become the, the propaganda wing of the, of the Sharks. um so i feel like you know you're gonna get like i i feel like maybe all our takes aren't good but they're honest that's what we try to be i mean if right like and that's that's all you can do like i'm not saying all my takes are the best and like you should leave this show thinking everything i think is as a fan like that's not why i'm here but (laughs) even if my take is bad and i definitely spit out some bad takes here and there um they're honest at least right and i think that's that's why this show works. And I think that's why it resonates with, with people. And then, you know, honestly, we go live after every game, no matter where it's on. Uh, And, you know, with it being, with it being on ESPN plus, we know that some, some people don't have that or they have the pirate stream. Uh, And from what I've gathered this year, they don't have access to the post games uh, on the live streams now. So, um, you know, we're kind of that post. Oh boy! Yeah, I saw. I saw that. I saw. Let me get this up here. On loan up, Panda. Okay, come on, Ian. Do your do your magic. I come here to hear you complain. Let's make it happen. We're gonna get there at some point, right? <laughs> I, I I know. I I'm I've surprised myself with the lack of complaining I've done so far this season. Like it feels like every time like they have like a real stinker of a game. So far, I haven't been on. So, so what we're saying is we're going to have to keep you on, you know, for the rest of the season. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there, I'm, look at something's going to happen and, and, and you will get a, a classic Ian rant at some <laughs> point. But again, it'll be honest. It'll come from a real place. And I'm not just going to come here and rant for no reason. Like, <laughs> it's going to be for a good reason. And I'm sure we'll get there at some point. It's a long season, but uh, so far so good. Yeah. You know, and so it, it's, We'll see. Uh, Unloaded Panda. I got tickets for Thursday. Hope it's not canceled. Yeah, that's yeah, a tough part. I mean, my concern here is the Olympics, right? Because mm. I I love me some Olympic hockey, and I'll be really sad if the NHL doesn't go. But I'm really worried about it now because you know I know. A lot of I was listening to um, 32 Thoughts earlier today, and I know it was Friedman said that uh, a lot of teams are getting a little grumbly about it. Yep. But at the end of the day, I think the NHL, like the NHL, 
is going to hold their nose here because this is the one thing like when they had to get the players to agree to the new to agree to the new CBA to get them through this COVID thing. This was the players. This is pretty much the only thing the players really got out of that deal. Right. They they're getting killed in escrow. Like if they don't go to the Olympics, which I I'm worried about, but I don't think it's completely out of the question now. Like, I don't think it's completely done. Like they're not going, but if they don't go to the Olympics, I do not, I am not excited for the next round of, cba negotiations because the players really i mean everyone took it on the nose for from this covid Mm -hmm. situation obviously but this is the the one thing the players kind of got out of the deal so if they don't get to go whether it's the right thing wrong thing whatever i think that's going to be a real uh, acrimonious rest of this extended cba it's going to be really scary (laughs) we've had labor issues you know that at least easing of labor issues for like eight years let's just keep it going people come on yeah you know yeah i mean i i i i definitely can see like I, i'm seeing a chat like obviously like a lot of you like little books are probably dumb at this point you're 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 right i'm not <laughs> i'm not an idiot but the 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 idea of, you know, I just, I love hockey. I love best on best hockey, um, even if it's going to be on at stupid times. Um, but, I mean, we'll see what happens, right? Yeah, and that's that's the thing. We we hope everybody's okay. You know, with the Islanders, we know it took a little bit to get that get them postponed for a bit. Uh, you hope it doesn't get spread around some more because it is scary right now to see. And especially with this new variant that's out there, uh, you hope uh, things are... are gonna be okay i mean i i know that what the ohl sudbury wolves got shut down as 12 players got uh tested positive yeah, for COVID so too so that I, I can't remember if they're playing here or there tomorrow but i know they're supposed to play the hounds tomorrow and like up here so sudbury's for those that don't know sudbury is about three hours down the highway from me to the east um where i live in the sioux for those sioux st marie for those that don't know um and um yeah, we've uh, and I've and I've said this uh, on stream and off stream too. Like we've we've had we've had more cases now than we ever have through the entire pandemic. Like this, we've had a super outbreak, and it just seems to grow bigger and bigger uh, every every day. Um, they seem to keep adding uh, more. The numbers just keep getting bigger and bigger for active cases. So um, yeah, I mean it's. It's it's a problem for sure. Yeah, and and it's the last thing I think anybody wants to have, let alone, uh, you know, trying to go to the Olympics. You, you have all that on top of it, and you know, everybody be safe. That's the important part. Yeah, and, yeah. I know. mean, be like exactly. Um, so be safe, do the right things, and we'll all get through this yep. at some point. All right, let's get to the <clears throat> wrap around uh, on this <laughs> night. You know, where's Laurel to, to correct me on that? You know, uh, late in the third period, the Lightning and Blues are tied up at 3 uh, 3. Corey Perry has a goal. Wow. Okay. Uh, Predators 5 nothing on the Blue Jackets. You didn't talk about the goal, though. What goal? You didn't see the I goal that seen... you didn't. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, Go ahead. Uh, the, the goalies are voodoo, and, and so is the puck, apparently. So, the there was a puck and it went off the stanchion 
bounced on, took a funny bounce back towards Bennington and went behind him. You have to go find this guy. Uh, it's wait. out there. Okay, I'm looking at it. It's bouncing off. It thinks, you know, um, you know the, gosh, what was it? Uh, I forget who who the goaltender was for Montreal, but Link Gates shot the puck in off the boards. Takes a weird carom, goes right in off the net. This is one of those weird ones. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, oh, couldn't happen to a better goalie, in my opinion. <laughs> right. It's going to be a But yeah, goalies are voodoo, and so is the puck, apparently. Right. Um, uh, so Predators up 5 nothing on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Philip Forsberg with a... Oh, now it's 6 nothing. Oof. Uh, Philip Forsberg with four goals on the night. He's got the rooster trick. Yeah, uh, Nashville coming on a little bit. Um, last little bit. Like, they've been, they've been so-so, but like... There's a, there's a, Nashville's a team that's always confused me because like they've always had like these great offensive players who cannot score goals apparently, but tonight apparently not the case. Um, you know, poor Columbus getting uh, <laughs> getting, getting shellacked. Uh, Minnesota up five two on the Desert Dogs. Um, Foligno with his ninth of the season. Kaprizov with his seventh on there. Uh, the Wild are going to retire Mika Koivu's number 11, or no, excuse me, number 9, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, so that's going to be, yeah, coming <laughs> soon. I, 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 I was say, told there would be no thinking on this show. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Uh, Dallas up 2 nothing after two periods with uh, against the Hurricanes. Uh, Rupe hints with the pair of goals, his 8th and ninth on the season. Uh, of course, uh, games that are final now. Uh, Red Wings beat the Bruins two to one. Nice. Yeah, Bruins kind of need to go rask back, eh? Yeah. Pasternak gets his eighth in the losing cause there. Panthers uh, beat the Caps five four. Uh, yeah, bud. Yeah, bud. Joe Thornton with his second uh, goal of the season. You know the the garbage, the garbage, <laughs> garbage of garbage goals. You know, um, <laughs> Huberdeau and. Ek- Aaron Ekblad, each with three assists on the night for uh, for the Panthers. Waka Waka. Uh, that one, of course, you know about the Sharks and Devils, 5-2. Uh, to two. Islanders and Flyers were postponed. And I think Ian is breathing a sigh of relief right now on that one. Is uh, is is Mr. Jones in net? I don't no, know. he was off tonight. Uh, they were postponed. Oh, he was off. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He's... Uh, he... He's cooled down a little. Like he had a really good start to his season. He's kind of cooled off a little bit, uh, and his save percentage is slowly trickling down yeah. to uh, uh, Martin Jones levels. We'll see what happens. I mean, there's you know there's a lot of season left, but uh, so far, um, yeah. I mean, he's kind of uh, he's he's come back down to earth a little bit. I thought uh, I was kind of sweating uh, against one against the Devils there, and then he had a very Martin Jones end to that game. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, the uh, Martin Jones, he's played seven games, 3-3-1 three, three, and one on the campaign. Uh, 9-21 save percentage, 287 yeah. goals against. You're still feeling confident, though. Yeah, if you look, I like look at his last, um, like, the numbers are really, are, are, are good, right? But I think if you, if you dig deeper and look at his last three, four starts, the cracks are showing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm waiting for Ian to break out an evil laugh right now, but 
Moi. Yeah. Uh, Joe Pavelski with two assists on those two Rupe Hintz goals uh, for Dallas in that game. They're up 2 nothing on the Hurricanes. So, Sharks-Islanders is coming up next. That's a 4.30 start on Thursday if it gets played. Uh, as Bugner mentioned, uh, they'll, it'll be up to, they'll find out tomorrow whether they're going to be playing uh, in the brand new UBS arena. Uh, nice barn. Holy mm-hmm. wow. Uh, if not, the, they will go play Friday in New York against the Rangers. So we'll see what happens there. But that's kind of the scheduling uh, for now. Uh, of course, Sunday, the uh, Sharks will play the Blue Jackets if something else happens. So that's kind of your your week uh, towards it there. Uh, yeah, we just see what happens with the Islanders. Um, I mean, I think if they were going to postpone any more games, they would probably have mentioned it by now. Um, but I don't know. Again, it, it was interesting because obviously, like, if you're a San Jose Sharks fan, you're going, well, why are all these teams getting shut down and, and why aren't we not? And I thought, um, again, from 30 thoughts, either this last one or the one before, um, you know, basically, um, Elliot Friedman was saying, like, the, the thing with Ottawa was that it was just, and it was kind of like what I said, too, on, on, on the show as well, like, with the Sharks, they got all their cases at once, and then it was kind of whatever, like Ottawa just kept getting cases as the days went on. There's just more people were getting at it. And there was some false positives in there too that kind of wreaked havoc. But I mean, it basically got to the point where they felt that the league felt that they just, they had to shut them down to just stop the spread. We'll see how it happens. Let's hope that they can get it in, but let's also hope they're safe first and foremost. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, it's a game at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pavs leads the stars in points. Yes, of course he does because he's Joe freaking Pavelski. So, all right. So that's where we're at right now. So Islanders and Sharks are scheduled to play 430 on Thursday. Uh, keep tuned to our Twitter at Teal Town USA. We'll keep you posted on anything that, that's developed. If not, then we'll go to Friday uh, afternoon for the Sharks in MSG. Uh, I would have to think Mark has got to be at that game if he's not at at the uh, the pair of games. So we'll see what happens there. But in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and of course, always available at tealtownusa.com. Of course, we always encourage you to hit that notification notification bell along with hitting the subscribe button uh to uh let us know uh, to uh be notified and uh be a part of the show and join the conversation part absolutely also if you if you're catching the 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 video late uh if you're not watching live um leave us a comment too like we love that Um, i try to respond to any comments that get posted to uh shows if i have something that i feel like you know I, i can add um but we definitely uh, appreciate that interaction as well. Yes. Uh, on Thursday, we should mention, if we, if the Sharks and Islanders do play, on Thursday, we'll spin the wheel for the uh, for some of the prizes we can give out for those who donated for Hockey Fights Cancer. Uh, AJ has donated the, th- the $300 total to Hockey Fights Cancer for the raffle uh, for the trip to the All-Star game. So fingers crossed on that. Of course, if if 
one of our tickets wins, we'll do another wheel and have you in the running for that. So, of course, friends and family of, of the show, or I'm sorry, family members of the show, along with yours truly and us, are not allowed. So that gives you a better chance. So, uh, Ian, thank you as always. Good, sir. Uh, I know it's been a little crazy show. And there's a lot going on. Uh, you know, I have first off, do you know French and are you in the running for the Montreal Canadiens general manager job? Yeah, my French is incredibly poor. So unfortunately, no, I am not in the running for the uh, Montreal Canadiens uh, general manager job. But uh, it'll be interesting. I'm I'm curious to see what's going to happen there. I really liked I, I really, really like the Jeff Gordon hire. Um, I think that um, I, I like I mean, you look at what the Rangers are doing now, like obviously, you know, new, the, like the current Chris Jury does deserve some credit for that. But like you, they always say, like when when a GM goes like you can't really finish writing the book on that GM for like a couple of seasons after they're gone. And I think Jeff Gordon put the the Rangers in a really good spot. Um, so I think him being. Uh, at the head of the ship in Montreal, I think that's a really shrewd hire by the Canadians. And, and then he can kind of do that. And then uh, they can they can bring in a GM who, you know, can obviously he'll help guide the GM. But he can, you know, the GM can do a lot of the, the communicating. I think Jeff Gordon's best when he can just kind of run things behind the scenes and has like someone who can speak to the media on his behalf. He never really spoke to the media very much. Uh, when he was in New York, it was usually John Davidson that did a lot of the talking there. Uh, so I think it's I think it's a really good hire, and I think that um, I'm curious to see who the they will hire for the for the GM, who I think will be more of the face of that operation. But I don't. But I think Jeff Gordon was a really really good uh, really good hire for the Canadians. It's too bad he didn't work for the Islanders. He could have been the Gordon's fisherman. Oh well. He could have been. Oh well. All right. He's at Ian Blogs Hockey. I'm at Puckguy14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. Again, we will be back with you, we hope, Thursday night following Islanders and Sharks. Uh, otherwise, Friday, Rangers and Sharks from MSG. Burge, uh, I, I, if you have the qualifications, yes. Even if you have a French last name, can you get the job? I mean, come on. So that'll do it for us. The conversation now continues over on our Discord. The link is in the live chat right now so until thursday night we hope keep it real keep it teal keep it real teal have a great night everyone we will see you we hope thursday night